You are locked on Packers. I feel like we can run the table. Whatever you do. Your daily Green Bay Packers podcast. Rodgers gets out. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Folks, your team oh. every day. You are Locked On Packers, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm Peter Bogowski, and I cover the Packers for SB Nation and Packer Report. I cover the NFL around the internet, and you can follow me on Twitter at Peter underscore Bukowski. You can follow the podcast on Twitter at Locked On Packers. Like us on Facebook, subscribe to the podcast, iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, wherever you find podcasts, you will find Locked On Packers, the number one Packers podcast on the internet, and the show for fans who know what happened, they want to know why and how today show brought to you by Peacock and Williamson. Get your picks, previews, and much more every day with the Peacock and Williamson show. Former scout Matt Williamson and Locked On's Brian Peacock bringing you Peacock and Williamson, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. This is the first in our rookie orientation series. Amari Rogers is a dynamic player who brings a lot to this team, a player that we are going to talk a lot about over the course of this offseason. We have Amari Rogers, receivers coach on the show today. Tyler Grisham is here to talk about Amari Rogers' game. And I do want to, as I will for all these guys, give you my notes the scouting report that I put together um, and and try and figure out um, how this all is going to fit in with Green Bay. We talked a little bit about projected role and, and the Tyler Irvin piece of this and, and, and what I think is a pretty obvious way to get him on the field right away. You watch him play and you see, okay, this is, this is where it can all come together for him. So, my scouting report, I'll, I'll just essentially read it for you. Turns 22 as a rookie, which is which is pretty good. That means he, he showed up in Clemson as a teenager and is making plays for a national title team. He's built like a running back, 5'9", 212. He's in the 30s in terms of percentile for dominator and breakout age. Those are stats that I care about. They are predictive stats. But he's expected to come in and play a very specific role. And so I care a little bit less about it than I might a receiver coming into a different situation. He had a 79.1 overall grade from Pro Football Focus and an 80 receiving grade. He was fifth in yards after catch per route. And only Devontae Smith had more yards after catch than Amari Rogers. That is what he is going to do in this offense. Get him in space. And go create. He had just a terrific outstretched TD catch versus Virginia. He runs like a running back. When he has the ball in his hands, he is extremely difficult to bring down in space by corners because they're not big enough. And linebackers are just not fast enough. Safeties are often not fast enough to to square him up. He's got that low center of gravity and that makes him difficult to handle. He's got really natural hands. This was something that that Ty Montgomery had an issue with. He was built like a running back. He was yoked up. He was great after the catch, difficult to bring down. But he was not the running back, but he was not the router Amari Rodgers is, and he just didn't have the natural hands that Rodgers did. One of the reasons why I thought Ty Montgomery needed to move to running back is because he didn't have those natural hands that someone like Amari Rodgers does. And when you play a position like receiver, uh, hands 
kind of an important thing to have. You need to be able to catch the ball. Now, because of his size and his short arms, you know, people like to complain about some of these conversations we have about, oh, does he have his arm short enough, his hand size, all that stuff. Okay, but it shows up. He's got short arms, 11th percentile in arm length. And you go, okay, well, that doesn't matter, right? Except that in contested catch situations, it does. It makes it difficult for him to play through contact at the catch point. He also fumbled against Notre Dame when Jeremiah Wusukormoa poked the ball out on him. Is that an arm length thing? I don't know. Is it a grip thing? It's just something that I noticed. Now, the top end speed right now to win down the field without help from the scheme. So that's not to say he can't win down the field. He can. It just it needs to be on a double move or it needs to be something that is that gives him an opportunity to play in space where he can just sort of run away from someone and isn't just a straight line foot race. He is a terrific blocker in space. He can go hit moving targets and he's also really good finding space, making himself available to the quarterback in zone coverage. If he's going to run some little shake route or some just even a simple crossing route, you have to learn when to sit down and make yourself available to the QB based on the rhythm of the play. And that's something Amari Rogers can do. He does flash the ability to make catches outside his frame. So no, he doesn't have long arms. No, he's not tall, but he can make catches outside his frame. He doesn't need every ball to him to be perfect. He made some leaping grabs, some diving grabs, some low some low throws, some high throws. He can handle that. And the thing that I that I really like about him and that makes him so dangerous because he's so good after the catch. He can transition from catch to running in a blink. And part of that is he runs routes fast. Not every receiver, even even some fast receivers, don't run routes quickly. They need the ball in their hands. And some guys are really fast route runners who once they get the ball, it's like they lose a full tenth off their 40. Amari Rogers is not that guy. So he doesn't have the blazing top end speed, right? That is, you know, it, it creates some limitations for him. But he can play all of that four, five, six running routes and he can play all of that four five six after the catch it is by the way what makes Devontae Adams so tough to handle he's not just going to blow by corners but he's got the subtle moves the release package to create enough space and separation that when you give him a little room he can beat you and I think Rodgers has that similar ability because he can play so fast and after the catch he is so fast and he can catch the ball without breaking stride and go make a play that's what makes uh, Amari Rogers someone who could be really, really good in this offense. He had a, a diving touchdown grab on a real wheel route versus Pitt. It didn't count because of a penalty, but he wasn't really open. He created separation late with burst to the ball. It's like the receiver version of makeup speed. He wasn't open. Trevor Lawrence led him and he created the space to do it. Now, what I think is interesting, and this is something we're going to talk to, to Tyler Grisham about, this offense didn't ask him to be a complete route runner, didn't ask him to go win on his own. Can he do that? Something I want to ask Coach Grisham. What he did in Mobile, though, for the Senior Bowl was show that he could win as a route runner, was excellent in one-on-one -on -one situations, just dusted guys. No one could cover him. No one could touch him. 
And and I, I think that is what it has to be so appealing for the Packers is they know they can put him out there. And yeah, they can use scheme to make him uh, create space for himself that way. But they can also just say, hey, uh, you just need to go beat this corner. You need to you need to win early. It's third and four. They're doubling Devontae and you need to go get open. And he can do that. Um, he, I said he can, he flashes the ability to make catches outside his frame. I would say he is inconsistent doing it. Now it helps to have a quarterback like Aaron Rodgers. We are assuming that that is going to be the case when he's asked to, he can create separation with his route running. He's just not asked to do it consistently. He has that quickness. And even though he's not fast, fast, if you give him space, he will run away from guys. And that shows up consistently on tape. You give him a little bit of an inch. You give him a little daylight and he can be gone. He's he's like Aaron Jones in that way. Aaron Jones also ran four, five, six. And all of a sudden he's breaking off 50, 60, 80 yard runs because in the open field, he's got enough juice to keep that that space and and even extended at times. So here's here's my final word here about Rodgers. Rodgers is a quick slot receiver who can make plays with the ball in his hands after the catch. Flash the ability to win over the top in the slot and will get himself open with his route running. He also brings return skills, jet ability and even backfield ability. Maybe give him a 30 number and mess with defenses. He's not a great athlete by testing, but the tape says he can get open. And his ability to break tackles after the catch is special in this class. I had him as a mid-day two guy. I thought the I thought the Packers got really good value with with where they got him. Um, Sixty two would not have been crazy to me. Um, this he would not have been a pick that I would have loved for everyone. But for all the reasons, go back and listen to what Demetric Felton said on this show before the draft. I asked him about coming to Green Bay in that scheme. And he said, I've seen guys like me work for this scheme. We've seen guys like this work in this offense. And although he's not as tall as Debo, he's got a lot of the same traits and I think that is very much the role that you are going to see him used in this offense. Today's episode is brought to you by Bet Online, the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports action. Baseball is in full swing. You can track all the action at Bet Online. We're only one leg through the Triple Crown race. We have two more. Presumably, they will include the steroid horse for now. We'll see how that all plays out. The Preakness and the Belmont coming up here. Horse racing is how I learned how to gamble, actually. Before the next pitch, head over to Bet Online on your laptop or mobile device and check out all the great stuff that you can find there. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore. This is your chance to get into the game. Go to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and get a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. That's right. When you put money in, use the promo code locked on and they will match that first deposit up to 50% because Bet Online is your online sportsbook experts. 
Clemson receivers coach Tyler Grisham to talk about Amari Rogers. Coach, thanks for coming on Locked On Packers. Let's jump in here. So when when you know we've we've rewind back to when he got to campus and you were uh, I think you were a uh, an analyst or a QC or, or something like that, right? And and so you, you were still around him. You still got to see him make the progress that he did. What stood out to me as I went back and watched him, and I was looking at the 2018 season, and I was surprised how much he was lined up outside. For a guy who, you know, is not a traditional type at, at, at his size at, at five, nine or, or, or whatever he is in that range. So w- when you when you looked at his skill set, what told you, hey, this guy can play outside? Yeah, well, without getting to the, the weeds of it all, our off a little bit. OK, so we we have when we recruited him, he kind of fit really well at that two man. We call it the two man or the C uh, position the the wide receiver to the field number one receiver um, you kind of look at other guys that played that spot um, and he kind of fits the bill maybe a, you know a tad shorter maybe than others but you know Ray Ray McLeod is with the Steelers well he played the two man a little bit Artavis Scott was was a phenomenal receiver for us that uh, was a practice squad player in the NFL um, very similar builds um, you know maybe slightly shorter but. Um, but if you watch his high school tape too, like he plays bigger, he, he has great above the rim skills, so he can he can finish those down the field throws. You know, if he, he he'll outrun you, he's got great speed. But if it's a contested play, 50-50 ball, jump ball opportunity, you know, he's he's done well. Um, and so, you know, maybe a little out of position, uh, kind of as our offense evolves some, um, you know, and, and wanted a little bit taller guy out there like you're saying, but, you know, was, was fine out there because um, he's such a great route runner and, and would be and will and was a really good player for us there. Moved him to the slot, uh, probably the best position for him in our offense last season. Um, and, you know, I probably would say that's the best position for him moving forward. Not to say you can't move him around and, and, and still, you know, get the ball to him. But, um, but yeah, so that that's without getting too much into the weeds, it's probably why you see that. And he transitions to the slot um, that 2018 or 2019 season, um, you know, and, and uh, I'll talk on that too. I mean, he, you know, he had that knee brace on, so he came back from an ACL, right? Uh, really, really fast. Yeah. Um, and uh, five months, maybe it was. And, you know, had an eighty-something yard touchdown. His first, uh, his first, his first game back um, against Syracuse, and then, um, you know, but still, if you watch the, you know, all of the games, all the plays, you can tell that he's not one hundred percent. You know, whether he knew it or not, subconscious or not, you know, it was he wasn't playing to his full potential, and um, with his speed, his, his change of direction, especially in the slot, that's what you need. That's what you got to have to create separation, especially at the next level. And he just qu- couldn't quite do that to his standard and um and so that 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 race came off heading into his senior year and um you know man he worked his tail off like he always did you know and uh was given more opportunities this year and he capitalized on him but man he was playing so much faster you know every play um and great suddenness great acceleration and speed so man it all came together for him perfectly for his senior year yeah and and, and you can see the difference i think in explosiveness if you watch carefully Thanks for thanks for mentioning the Syracuse game. Um, I, I do remember that. Um, so when when I look at um, the, the route running part of this for him, because that's something that's going to come up. Obviously, um, you know the 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 type 
that you think of a slot receiver, you think of that, you know, that sort of um, smaller, shiftier route runner type. What was interesting is Sports Info and Solutions puts these stats together. He ran in this draft class the most unique routes in the draft class. So he was able to do things that that essentially, you know, maybe you don't have a name for in every offense or it's just some sort of second reaction kind of thing for him. Were you watching him in practice do stuff and just go, hey, let's put that in? Or or how does how does he, you know, get the, the sort of latitude to run these unique routes? So I wonder, I'd like to hear kind of what that came from and, and what they're looking at. But, you know, from the slot, I will say we had to get pretty creative um, because he's our best receiver last year. A lot of the times, if you look at guys that have been drafted and guys are having success at the next level, you know, um, Nuke, uh, Sammy kind of played some two-man. Um, you got Mike Williams was your boundary guy. Um, you had Martavis Bryant was your boundary nine-man or X. Uh, Mike Williams, I said, um, you know, so T Higgins, right? So he's a little bit different, right? Slot receiver, different, different skill set, different, different size. Um, and so we had to be creative with getting him the ball and, and taking some shots because he can take the top off. He runs well. He finishes plays, you know. Um, and so, so yeah, I mean, I think I think we had to, you know, he can easily run your stick route, you know, five to six yard out. You know, he can run your slants. He can run, you know, all those things, uh, you know, in routes, you know, whatever. But uh, we wanted to take shots with him too. So we had to, you know, find ways to, you know, switch release uh, he and the, the – the Z, you know, to, to take the top off and, um, you know, so, you know, home run posts uh, from different spots, motioning them to different locations, you know, to create an advantage. And so, so maybe that's why, but, uh, but I will say we had to, you know, as a, as a staff, we really wanted to focus on him and get him his touches and, and also deep ball opportunities because he does play bigger than he, than he looks. So does that make sense? Yeah, definitely. Uh, he was asked by Packers media, um, after he was drafted, you know, he's, he's got that sort of running back build five, nine to 12. I mean, he's, he's thick through his lower body strong and, and he was asked why he didn't get more, you know, true running back touches. And he said, did you, did you see number nine? Did you see Travis Etienne? Oh, why, was so, <laughs> yeah, I was, I, I was, I had an uh, interview and, and the guy asked me and I went through all this whole coach talk, you know, and then I, I heard that his answer was, well, we have Travis, you know? So, so yeah, I mean, you're going to give the ball to Travis, you know, uh, you're going to hand it to him, but, um, but we could have, and we have some things, but you know, um, we, I did, maybe I mentioned to you as well, but you know, we did toss him the ball a little bit, you know, yeah. four, four pass counts as a pass, you know, it's a little toss and an underhand, you know, so we gave him a number of those that go toward his receiving yards and Trevor's passing yards, uh, which is nice. But, um, so we did some of that, but yeah, man, I mean, I just, you look at some offenses and, and we would, we would study some, some offenses and, uh, like some things that they did and, um, probably could have used them more. And I, I mean, I would, I'd like to see him be utilized more in some of those ways, hand him the ball or, you know, um, find creative ways to, to get him the ball inside the box, you know, um, and stuff like that for sure. But man, when you have, you know, good coaches understand, Hey, listen, let's let our, our best quarterback throw the football, your best running back run it and your best receivers catch it, you know, kind of deal. So, um, don't make it too hard on yourself. Um, but man, he, he can do a lot. He, he can. And, and what's interesting, um, to me is I was watching his cutups, um, from the senior bowl 
and noticed, you know, he's he's running this this really diverse um, route tree there. And he he was as dominant as any of those receivers at the senior bowl in terms of winning his one on one matchups with his route running. And for you guys, because of the way your offense is structured, he just didn't have to do that as much. So how much, you know, how much, how different do you think his game can be at the NFL level where he gets to show off a little bit more of that, where he's asked to do a little bit more of the work himself? Yeah, that's a great question. I think he thrives in that. Um, you ask any defender, um, they, they don't want to guard Amari in one-on-ones. You know, they, they'd rather not. And it's, it's kind of a mismatch when you put, you know, in, in the NFL game, you're going to have a true third corner, right? A nickel that is, is more of a cover, you know, a, a third down guy or, you know, they're playing with the, with a smaller nickel these days um, because they have to guard, you know. And, um, and so uh, he'll, he'll obliterate uh, a, a backer that's too big that can't move. And you ask him to play man coverage on him, it's going to be a, a, a problem. Um, and yeah, I mean, he, he didn't have to go up against a ton of man coverage in the slot. You're going to have a lot more of that um, on the outside, you know. Um, but man, I and that's yeah, and that's why I liked him. That's why I do like him outside at times, you know. Because he, he is man. He's he's got really great releases. Um, he's he's got great man. He can get vertical really quickly, right? So after he makes a move, he he. he, he run- you know, he, he's got a great vertical step uh, and gets long and lean really quickly and saves the room for the quarterback to drop it down, you know, on a, on a deep ball throw. And um, so, uh, so, yeah, I, I think that the NFL game will be good for him and that it'll it, he is tough to cover. Yeah, you were you were lucky at Clemson in that you had all of these these very talented guys. And it's like, well, we just we can't ask everyone to do everything like he ran a little stutter go deep ball. And and he just like he torched the corner playing from the outside. I can't remember if that was 18 or 19. And it was just like, oh, well, so he can do that. Then he can play on the outside. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I mean, we had a lot of guys. You know, had a lot of guys come through here. You know, eleven guys drafted in nine in nine years. You know, so yeah, wow. a lot of play. You know, and it's um, a lot of consistency, man. And and so it's yeah. I mean, you got a lot of receivers to get to get the ball to, and they all can do different things. And so, um, but it is, man. It's, it's our job to find our best players and get the ball to them. And um, so yeah, I mean, we could have. You know, we probably would like to have been used more and, and been more creative. And you know, it is what it is. But man, he, you know, he did have a great last last season. So this is something that that he's going to be sort of thrust right into. Uh, and, and that is, you know, he, he played with a star quarterback at, at Clemson. What was that dynamic like? Were those two, you know, talking on the sidelines? Hey, you know, this is this is how this guy's playing me. And, and they were, you know, always in communication. Like what is what was that relationship like with Trevor Lawrence? Yeah, man, very collaborative. Uh, they're always coming over the sideline, communicating. Having Amari is like having another quarterback on the field. And I mean that because he's really smart. He's a he's a student of the game. He's always watching film. You know, he sent me. It was funny. I, I had drawn up a play, an idea I had versus a coverage that was pretty consistent versus a formation we ran um, one of, against one of our opponents, and he had drawn up the same play. You know, and sent it to me. And uh, <laughs> so, you know, that's just that's just who he is, man. He's gonna he, you know he thinks like a coach. He comes, you know, he's been around football for a long time. And, um, and uh, so, yeah, he'll come over and, he'll, you know, like, coach, man, we, you know, this is who's guarding me. We got to attack him or, man, this is what they're doing. Let's run this play, you know. And so I'm he's in my ear and then I'm like, hey, man, all right, I'll, I'll fight for you. Let's go get it. Um, and uh, 
And yeah, I mean, he called he called his touchdown um, against Notre Dame that deep ball post that's been on his highlight um, uh, that we had for a, for a touchdown in the ACC championship. He basically called that play. We reps like, now yeah, it's time for it, you know. And so we called it that drive, and it hit. So, um, so yeah, I mean, he, he and Trevor work well together, and I think too he's just going to garner such respect because he is a pro. I mean, he's always he's been treated he's treated himself like a pro in, in every sense of the word. He's uh, he's going to carry himself like a pro, um, but he's not going to do it in a in a you know um, um, what's the word for it? Um, just you know he's going to be confident. You know he's not going to be a glitz and glam guy. You know, and, and so I think he's going to get into that. Um, that locker room and he's gonna the guys are gonna respect him and really appreciate how he carries himself already um so that'll help him yeah all right thanks coach i appreciate the time absolutely yep enjoyed it thanks i want to thank coach grisham for joining the show awesome insight there they absolutely loved him we didn't i didn't record it but before we we started he just without me even asking a question about Amari Rogers, he launched into this soliloquy about just what a great kid he was, and and he he called Amari one of the top five people that he had been around in his career at Clemson. And remember, he played at Clemson, he coached at Clemson, played in the NFL. So re- really a, a, a cool perspective there. Today's episode is brought to you by Rock Auto. With the ever-increasing number of makes and models, it's now impossible to stock all the parts you need in a traditional chain storefront. So why endure the often pointless or intimidating questions and wait while the counterman orders the parts on his computer, choosing only the brands his warehouse happens to carry? You have a computer, you have access to rockauto.com at home and in your pocket. This is a family business serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. Go to rockauto.com and shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. Best of all, prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low and the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers. Why spend up to twice as much for the same parts? Go to rockauto.com now and see all the parts available for your car or truck and write Locked On in their How Did You Hear About Us box so they know we sent you. Plus, get more of the news you need in less time with the Locked On Today podcast. I host it. It is all of the biggest stories in sports in under 20 minutes. Follow the Locked On Today podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you find podcasts. More coming this week. We will, of course, keep you up to date on everything happening later in the week with the rookie camp and and the word that is coming out of there. Uh, It sounds like access to that is going to be pretty limited, but we will uh, we will relay what we can when it comes to that stuff. Tyler Dunn coming on the show later in the week to talk about all of this Aaron Rodgers stuff. We got a little bit of info yesterday. Um, Devontae Adams spoke on Colin Cowherd's show. Um, Ian Rappaport spoke about it a little bit. We're going to talk about that on tomorrow's show. So make sure that you are subscribed. We are. We have, I think, worked out the Apple Podcasts problem. Um, they have been allegedly fixing it behind the scenes. It seems like things are updating a little bit better now. Thank you for everyone for being patient on that. I know it was annoying. It was annoying for us too. Follow me on Twitter, Peter underscore Bukowski. Follow the podcast on Twitter at Locked on Packers. Like us on Facebook. Subscribe to the podcast, iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts. Wherever you find podcasts, you will find Locked on Packers. And anytime you want to hit us up on the Locked on Packers fan hotline, you can do that 920-341-3775 to stay Locked on Packers. 